Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody. Welcome to episode one of the Life's a Gamble podcast with me, Matt. I'm going to be talking the NFL season today. Uh, the Let me explain the name of the podcast first, since this is going to be the intro podcast. I grew up in Vegas for most of my life, 23, 24-ish years I've been living here. And uh, Vegas is all about Sin City and gambling and all that stuff. And I've always liked the, the idea that... Um, you know, life is a gamble, okay? And Lil Wayne said it best, life's a gamble and I'm all about my poker chips. So this is the Life's a Gamble podcast in the beginning. Um, just want to say first, I don't consider myself an expert. I just consider myself knowledgeable. I do have a, a background to uh, uh, sports. I started playing football in sixth grade and I played throughout high school. I was a three-sport letterman. I mean, not three-sport, three-year letterman and uh I uh, played two sports in high school, football and volleyball. I played a little bit in college too, but I just kept having knee problems. So from there, um, I went into coaching football. Uh, along with playing football, coaching football, um, I wrote for a website uh, called The Game House. And uh, I wrote as like a, I want, I want to say a reporter, but like a columnist uh, for football. And I had a lot of fun with that, but it wasn't where I wanted to completely go. Um, well, at Rockford University, I was, uh, what's it called? A producer. I was a producer for uh, many shows. I had my own shows or whatever, but I produced a show called The Sweep with the Florida Boys. Shout out Tremaine Berry, Peter Berry, and Jamal Ray. Um, I started out producing that show and then ended up getting on it a bunch. But anyway, we had a great run. We had a YouTube channel. Uh, we got hundreds, thousands of views. And then on YouTube, we got hundreds of thousands of views on our YouTube channel. So um, I knew I always wanted to talk about football, and I thought this would be a great way to do it. So um, here on my Twitch, I can talk about, have my podcast or whatever, and then post it up to YouTube, and uh, maybe even put it on where podcasts are listened to. So yeah, that's kind of my sports background a little bit. Um, expectations for this podcast is I love talking sports. I think I'm going to focus it on football and the NFL. <laughs> But um, uh, what I what I love about doing it on Twitch is people can comment. So shout out to uh, Mikey in the chat, and then L Prince. I think that's uh, Ferris. I hope you're doing well, man. Um, so I love that as I do these sports takes for whoever's here live, you can talk your shit in the chat, or we can discuss it in the chat, and you can end up basically on the podcast via your comments. So um. Basically, what I want to do is I want to create a fun and engaging podcast through the community. Obviously, it's a small community right now, and I hope it grows. But yeah, so that's kind of the expectations of this podcast. And uh, today's topic is we're going to talk about the NFL season and my predictions for it. And then um, I'll predict week one games. But again, all these projections, it's like sh shooting at a target with your eyes closed. It's all going to be fucked, and it's all going to change, right? So um, what we'll go over is how I think every team in each division is going to fare. Um, what I did is I picked every single game through uh, playoffpredictors.com where you can pick every game and then it organizes the records for you. So I like that. And uh, yeah, that's how we're going to go through it. And then on here, we'll do the playoffs as well, which I have yet to do. Um, and I'll do those live and talk about those as well. But I'll also give my predictions for... Um, awards 
uh, like who's going to win MVP, Rookie of the Year, Defensive Rookie of the Year, Offensive Player of the Year, Defense Player of the Year, and uh, Comeback Player of the Year, which um, I haven't fully made my predictions yet, but I do have names in mind for those. Okay, so first let's start with the AFC North, and in the AFC North, I have the Cleveland Browns winning the division at eleven and six, and I think they're going to go three and three in their division. Um, I like what uh, we'll get to that. I, I I saw a freaking funny comment that I had to chuckle at, guys. But um, Browns eleven and six is what I predict uh, predict them to do to win the division. They're in a tough division. I got them going three and three. But I like what the Browns are doing. I think they're they're going to be a tough team to beat this year. I have the Steelers going at ten and seven and four and two in the division. Uh, they got a tricky schedule. Uh, their defense is going to be probably the strength of their team. And I'm not sure what Big Ben's going to do. And uh, Najee Harris could carry a bit a load, but I don't know if he can be the guy right from the beginning. Uh, I have the. Ravens at eight and nine. I think their injuries are catching up to them, um, but overall, I just think that the the Browns are the best team in the division, and it looks like I think the Steelers are just gonna be a little bit better. And uh, I have the Bengals finishing two and fifteen. No offensive line, a shaky defense. I think that's gonna be self-explanatory. Um, I have the Titans going fourteen and three, and six and zero in their division. Uh, honestly, I don't think there's anybody in their division that's close to them. They have a great defense. Uh, Tannehill on offense can it, he manages the game, but he also puts up big numbers. And then you already had AJ Brown, and you're going to add Julio to it. And then we talk about Derrick Henry; he's the top three back in the league. People have their different opinions, whatever, but the dude's a monster. And uh, so I think the Titans are going to go 14 and three and win the AFC South. I got the Jags and Colts both finishing four and thirteen. Jags, they're just young. Trevor Lawrence is going to get going, but I don't think they have much else. Uh, Colts, I think they're just dealing with all kinds of injuries and uncertainty. Um, I think their defense has a lot of talent, but I just, I think they're a team that's going to be shockingly bad, even though people love them. Texans, 2-15. and 15. It's hard to go winless in the NFL. Um, I think they find one or two wins, but they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league, especially without Deshaun Watson. In the AFC East, I have the Bills going 13-4 and four and winning the division. Um... I think the only division game they lose is on the road uh, in New England. But, excuse me, guys. Sorry about that. But I think they have an overall uh, solid team that, that could make another run. And it all starts with Josh Allen. And he's going to sling that ball around. He's going to run for some touchdowns. And uh, they're going to be a tough team to beat. Patriots, um, I hate how they did Cam Newton. I still think he would have been a better fit for the team this year, but I understand that they're trying to move forward. Uh, and maybe Mac Jones doesn't make an impact in his first year or his second year or whatever, but they're going to get him value, valuable experience. And I think that defense is going to be very fucking good. So I think they'll go 10-7. and seven. I got the Dolphins finishing 9-8. and eight. I'm still not sold on Tua as an NFL quarterback until he proves it. And uh, I think Miami has a lot of unknowns as well. Jets. I got the Jets finishing 4-13. and 13. Now, it's not a lot of wins, but you got a rookie quarterback. You got a new coaching staff. I think it's, gonna, it's just going to take a little bit of time for them to get going. going. So, um, yeah, I don't think this is the year they take that jump. 
Next up, uh, AFC West. Uh, I have the Chiefs going 15-2, and two, and I have them losing a game on the road in their division. And then I have them losing in Week 18. It used to be Week 17, but Week 18 is the last week now because there's an extra game. But I have them losing that game because they will have already wrapped up the number one seed. Therefore, there's no need for any of their, guy, any of their starters to play. And uh, the Broncos, I think, will be fighting... No, that's that's uh that's that's not it, El Prince. Sorry, I got I got distracted by a comment. That's my nephew. Um, yeah, so I have the uh, the Broncos fighting for a playoff spot, so they'll they'll win that game when the Chiefs aren't playing nobody. I got the Chargers finishing second in the division at eleven and six. Herbert's just gonna expand on what he does. I don't think there's gonna be some kind of sophomore slump. Um, as long as the Chargers stay healthy, which they haven't been able to do, I think they're gonna be a dangerous team. I got the Broncos finishing 10-7. And, and uh, I have the Raiders finishing last in the West at 8-9. Eight 8-9 and nine. Eight and nine isn't terrible, but they're mediocre. You know what I mean? There's nothing that they're going to do special. And I just think they're going to hover around mediocrity again this year. And 8-9, and like I said, it's respectable, but it's not going to get them in the playoffs. And it's going to keep them in last in their division. It's a tough division. 15-11, 10-8. All right, moving to the NFC North. I don't know how the Packers fucking finish in first place every year and end up with this damn-ass easy schedule, because they do. But I think they're going to win the NFC North by going 12-5. and five. Um, And again, I try to do this as unbiased as possible. Uh, I got the Vikings finishing second in the NFC North at 11-6. and six. Uh, There seems to be not a lot of love being thrown at the Vikings. Uh, I get it. Their defense was historically bad last year, but they replaced the entire D-line by bringing Hunter back, signing Dalvin Tomlinson, getting Michael Pierce back, and starting a, a second-year DN. Then you get Eric Kendricks back. Anthony Barr's not back yet, but that's fine. He hasn't been that great. You sign Xavier Woods to pair along with Harrison Smith and at your corners. You sign Bashan uh, Breland. And Patrick P. And I think this the, the secondary doesn't have to be special because the defensive line is going to be that fucking nasty. Offense, they lose Irv Smith, so they're going to be weak at tight end. But you still got Dalvin Cook. You still got Adam Thielen. And you got year two of Justin Jefferson. I think the Vikings are going to surprise some people this year. So I got them going 11-6. I got Chicago going 6-11. and And it's because they're going to start Andy Dalton. If they started Justin Fields from week one, I definitely think they're more of an eight to a nine win team, maybe even 10, but uh, I don't trust Matt Nagy and I definitely don't trust Andy Dalton. Uh, So that offense is going to put their defense in a lot of holes and I just don't know if they're going to overcome. I don't know if they're going to be able to overcome them. Uh, And then I have the Lions finishing last at two and 15. I think they're going to be just as bad as the Bengals, just as bad as the Texans. And, uh, yeah, there's not much good stuff to say. They got a new they got a new regime. They got a new quarterback. Maybe Swift has a good year, but I just don't see a lot of optimism if you're a Lions fan. Um Tampa Bay, I got winning the South at twelve and five. Twelve and five. Um there's gonna be a little bit of a hangover, which is why they don't win 13, 14, 15 games, but twelve and five Winning the division, I think that's a respectable uh, prediction. 
I have the Panthers finishing second in the NFC South at 10-7. and seven. I think this is another team that people are sleeping on. I've seen some things say they're going to be the worst team in the NFL with the number one pick. I've seen other, I saw power rankings with them ranked like 23rd, and I just don't get it. They were a decent team last year without McCaffrey for almost the entire season and with basically an entire uh, defense that was full of one, two, or three-year, third-year players. Their defense is going to be nasty. Brian Burns is a hidden superstar. Um, they got uh, Dante Jackson on, on the edge. Uh, on offense, Christian McCaffrey's back. Then you got Roby Anderson, and DJ Moore is another. Like I just talked about how uh, Brian Burns is the hidden gem for the Panthers. DJ Moore has had back-to-back 1,200-yard seasons, and nobody talks about him. So I think that Panthers offense is going to get rolling. I think Sam Darnold's finally going to come out of his shell, and I think the Panthers go 10-7 and and finish second in the South. Then I got the, the Falcons and Saints. Now here's a hot take. Everybody's going to kill me for, but... I have the Falcons and the Saints going 6-11. and 11. I think Drew, Bre- Drew Brees being gone is going to hurt them. They named Jameis Winston the starter. Um, I just I, I think that Tampa is, is going to be the best team. Carolina is going to be much improved. And then the Saints are going to struggle. They have a tough schedule. They got to play like the Niners or the, and the Packers, if I remember correctly. So I just think that the Saints are going to have a drop-off because every year some team drops off and a new team comes up, and I think the Panthers are that team. And uh, the Falcons, I just don't think there's much going on for them as well. Um, One thing is Matt Ryan's still there. He's aging. They lost Julio. I don't think they're going to have a running game. So I don't think their offense is going to be that good. And and defensively, they've been hurt the last couple years, but... Again, as a whole new regime, I think they're going to go through some growing pains and they're not going to be as good as people think. Um, in the NFC East, I have the Cowboys winning the division at 10-7. and seven. Yes, the NFC least, 10-7. and seven. Um, I think if Dak comes back um, and he looks healthy, they're going to be a very good team. I think their defense has some great pieces, but they're uh, – like I love Micah Parsons. Uh, Micah Parsons – is honestly one of my favorite players uh, from the draft. And something, I, I had to write down something about him just because I, I don't want to forget when we talk about a few later things. Uh, and I'm losing my train of thought as I'm writing it down. But yeah, I like I like, uh, I like Dallas's offense. Uh, Zeke, if he can get going, maybe they can stretch that to 11 wins. But I don't think 10-7 and seven, um, is a far-fetched prediction for them. Which is, I mean, you win the division, you're a playoff team. So I, I'm telling you, Dallas is a, is probably a playoff team. The Giants, I think the Giants are going to take a huge leap. Saquon needs to stay healthy. He hasn't been healthy in two years. I'm sure he'll be fine. Uh, I like Daniel Jones. I think he's very athletic. He's just got to do better on his decision making. But I think they go eight and nine. Um, and finish second in the NFC least. I mean East. <laughs> It's just a fun thing to say, the NFC least. I'm sorry to you NFC East fans out there. Uh, Washington football team. People are high on this team just because they had a little nice, cute little run last year. And everybody's high on their defense. I love Ron Rivera. I think he's a great coach, great story. That defensive line, Chase Young, it's going to be nasty. 100%. But Ryan Fitzpatrick only succeeds when there's no expectations. And the expectation is Washington played Tampa tougher than anybody in the playoffs. And they're thinking all they need is a quarterback because Taylor Heineke 
was was their quarterback in that game. And they're like, oh, we'll add Fitzmagic, who kind of had a nice run with the Dolphins. You're not going to get Fitzmagic this year. I'm sorry, Washington fans. It's going to be Fitztragic. Okay? Um, and I just think that there's no direction on that offense. Maybe they run the ball uh, between, behind Gibson, but I don't think that their skill positions as good as everyone uh, talks about because there's people who, who love their receiving core. Uh, I like Terry McLaurin. I think he's just a – people are going to kill me for this. I think he puts up numbers because nobody else on that offense can. But it is what it is. Uh, Eagles 5-12. and 12. I don't know why anybody would be excited about the Eagles. They don't have a great secondary. Fletcher Cox is getting old. They don't have the best linebacking corps. They brought in 18 quarterbacks when they said Jalen Hurts was their guy. So uh, they had no receiving core at all. Hopefully Devonta Smith can bring them something. But not every rookie is Justin Jefferson. Okay, People are talking about he's going to be this instant freaking all pro and stuff like that. Justin Jefferson did something special. Okay, He broke rookie records. He was as great as Randy Moss as a rookie besides the touchdowns. Not everybody is going to receive for 12, 13, 1400 yards as, as a rookie receiver. And you got to think who's throwing him the ball. Jalen Hurts, a great athlete. I still think he has tons to prove as an NFL quarterback. So I don't think Devontae Smith is going to freaking just save your entire receiving core. I think 1,000 yards is, is good. 1,000 yards, eight touchdowns. But he's not going to put up Justin Jefferson numbers. And there's even one more game this year. So I think the Eagles are a 5-12 and 12 team with uh, a lot to work on. In uh, the final division, I have the NFC West. I have the Rams going... 15 and 2. If I had to do that over, I'd say they'd probably lose one, maybe two more. So I think I want to say my official prediction for the Rams is 13 and 4. I think they contend. Um, and I mean, even at 13 and 4, that would put them as the number one seed in, in the NFC. And uh, they've, they've lost some pieces on defense, but you have Aaron Donald, you have Patrick Ramsey. Okay. Those are like all pros. Those are like some of the best. Those are the best in the league at their position. Their defense is going to be really good. Their offense was already great just because Sean McVay. And I think Matthew Stafford is a much, much better quarterback than Jared Goff. I think the Rams are going to be very hard to fucking beat. Their offense is going to put up at least 27 points a game. Their defense is going to be nasty. I truly, truly think the Rams are one of the contenders in the, in the NFC. Second in the NFC West, I have the Niners going 12-5. and five. I think by about week 10, I'll say week 10 or so, Trey Lance will take over as the full-time starter. I think he's just got so much more upside, and he's in a quarterback-friendly offense with Shanahan. Um, and that defense, as long as it's healthy, it's going to be Super Bowl elite again like it was a couple years ago, especially that D-line. That D-line is, is just, I mean, it, it starts with Bosa. And uh, Fred Warner at linebacker. I just think that the Niners have the makings of a Super Bowl contender. And I think they'll finish 12-5. and five. Um, I have the Seahawks going 10-7. and seven. Again, this is another one of those teams that everybody is like... It's a darling team. Everybody loves the Seahawks. Everybody loves Russell Wilson. Um, but they struggled to run the ball last year. Their defense, you know, is f- far removed from the Legion of Boom. And I think Russell has put up insane numbers. And he's been special. Of course he has. You know, he's won a Super Bowl. He, but 
I don't think he can carry the entire team. And that's what they, the Seahawks have been trying to prove ever since they forgot to hand the ball to Marshawn Lynch. They're trying to prove that Russell Wilson can carry this team to a Super Bowl. And I just don't think he can. I think he's a great quarterback. I just don't think he can carry a team basically by himself. And, and it just seems like that's what they're trying to do. I absolutely love DK Metcalf. I'm not a big fan of Tyler Lockett. Um, I think he's just an average receiver. But I, I do love DK, and I think they're going to struggle to run the ball consistently. And I think their defense isn't going to be. Um, I think their defense is going to be average, somewhere between 12 and, and 20 ranked defense in the league. So because of that, I think they're going to go 10 and seven. Cardinals seven and 10. Um, mostly because I don't think Cliff King Kingsbury. I'm, I'm saying his freaking name wrong, but you know. I don't think – I don't want to put this in a disrespectful way. I just don't think he's truly an NFL head coach. And I'll just put it in a, in a plane like that. Kyler Murray is good. Um, I think he's going to get dinged up the more he runs. Uh, they have a great receiving core. I don't know if James Conner is going to find his form again with them. Um, defensively, I love their draft pick, Zayvon Collins. Uh, I just think defensively – Aside from Buda Baker, I don't want to say Zayvon Collins is going to be the savior either. But aside from Buda Baker, uh, I think the signing of J.J. Watt is too little too late. J.J. Watt is not the same player he was when he won three defensive player of the years. He's he's up there in age. Um, he might generate a pass rush here and, uh, here and again. But I just don't think it's going to be consistent enough. And I just think that division is so fucking loaded. Like the Rams, Niners, even the Seahawks. And I think that's what's going to truly hurt the Cardinals. And 7-10, and 10, you know, you're an average team. And, and if you're in a tough division, that's how I think of them. They're a 500 team, but they're in a fucking stacked division. And I think they're the worst of the four. So that's why I think the Cardinals are going to go 7-10. and 10. So that wraps up the divisions. Let's talk about seeding. In the AFC, I have the number one seed as the Kansas City Chiefs. Number two seed as the Tennessee Titans. Remember, they don't get a bye in the new format of seven teams. Third seed, I have the Buffalo Bills. And in the fourth seed, I have the Cleveland Browns. Okay, that brings us to our wild cards. I got the Chargers as the five seed, the Pittsburgh Steelers as the six seed, and the New England Patriots as the seven seed. Okay? So, two teams from every division except the AFC South. Uh, if we're looking at the NFC in the, in the number one seed, I got the Rams. Number two seed, I got the Packers. Number three seed, I have the Bucks. Number four seed, I have the Cowboys. Number five seed, I have the Niners. Six seed, I have the Vikings. And in the seventh seed, I have the Carolina Panthers. Okay. So, how do I go to the next one? I got to change this format. What we're going to do is we're going to go into the playoffs. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, 10. Yeah, gotcha. All right, let's see here. That brings us to wildcard weekend, hopefully. Okay, so I got the Chargers at the Browns. And uh, going from freaking L.A. to Cleveland. Cleveland, I think, is going to be the better team. I got Cleveland winning that. I got Steelers going into Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo's the better team. I think they win that playoff game. Patriots into Tennessee. This is becoming like a mini rivalry. They played each other in playoffs. Um, Mike Vrabel played for Belichick. 
Um, I think the Titans are the better team right now. Mac Jones doesn't win his first playoff game. Um, then in the NFC, we got the Niners at the Cowboys. I definitely think the Niners win that game on the road. Um, Cowboys struggle in the playoffs, and uh, the Niners are a team with Super Bowl experience. Then I got the Vikings at the defending Super Bowl champions, okay? Listen, I'm trying to be unbiased. I'm tr- I literally am. I picked the Vikings to finish second. But this is the time they make the run. I have never believed ever more than this year, prior to a season starting, that it is the Vikings shot to go to the Super Bowl. Okay? So I'm taking the Vikings to upset the Bucks in the playoffs and knock Tom Brady, defending champ, out. Okay? Then I got the Panthers at the Packers, and that is where Aaron Rodgers loses his shit on the sideline, cusses out the whole organization because the Panthers upset the Green Bay Packers and Lambeau. All right. This brings us to the AFC Divisional round. Um, You got the Bills at the Titans, and I think the Titans win that game. I think they'll pound the rock. I think they'll be the tougher defense, and uh, they'll defend their home. Browns at Chiefs. Okay, last year the Browns were a freaking fumble basically away from from beating the Chiefs anyway. I think that the Browns win that revenge game. Uh, I like what Kevin Stefanski's doing there. Miles Garrett is going to get after it this year. Um, so I got the Browns upsetting the Chiefs. Um, in the NFC, the Vikings traveling to San Francisco. This would be a regular season rematch in which I had the Niners winning the first one. But I think the Vikings win this one. I'm telling you, this team is loaded. Uh, Panthers at Rams. Uh, I think the Panthers' first-round upset is kind of where it ends. But I do feel like that's the makings of a, of a team on the rise. I think the Panthers will be on the rise after this year. And they'll shock a lot of people. So in the AFC Championship, I have the Browns visiting the Tennessee Titans. Two teams who've kind of been there in the last couple years trying to get over the hump. But like I said, Kim and Stefanski has that ship rolling. They know how to run the ball. They can mix it up with play action. They got a... Great defense. I'm going Cleveland to win the AFC Championship this year. And the NFC, I got the Vikings going to the Rams. Again, this is another regular season rematch in which I gave the Rams the benefit of the doubt. But Matthew Stafford has struggled a lot of his career against the Vikings. And I think he gets them the first time with a new team to basically say, like, fuck you, it was because I was in Detroit. But then in the NFC Championship, Mike Zimmer says, no, fuck you, I know you. And the Vikings head to a Super Bowl for the first time since the late 70s. So that brings my Super Bowl matchup this year to the Vikings and Browns. Two fan bases dying for a Super Bowl. And now, I'm going to tie this into baseball, okay? I'm a Cubs fan, for those of you that don't know. Who did the Cubs play in the World Series? Cleveland. And the Cubs ended their drought. The Vikings just happened to go to the Super Bowl against who? Cleveland. And the Vikings end their droughts. I do not do this every year. But this is the year I am picking the Minnesota Vikings to win the Super Bowl against the Cleveland Browns. And it's just... I've had a little personal beef with people from Cleveland before. They always talk shit about LeBron, this and that, and the Bulls only won titles because of Jordan. There's a there's a rivalry right there, right? 
And then Jakeem Noah went out and said, who the fuck wants to go to Cleveland? And then Cleveland fans were all talking shit when they're up 3-1 on the Cubs, but the Cubs come back and win. And now the Minnesota Vikings will just add to, to my personal rivalry with Cleveland. And it'll just be a beautiful sight to see. Not only will I see the Vikings win the Super Bowl and host a Lombardi, but I'll get to see it against Cleveland. Okay? So that's my prediction for how this year's season is going to play out. Okay? I just think it all ties together perfectly for my personal fandom on the Life's a Gamble podcast. Okay? So hopefully you guys enjoyed those predictions. Um, now I got to come up with some players of the years and, and shit like that. Um, and, and this is tough. This is tough. Um, I'm writing down two more predictions, okay? Um, uh, all right. Let's play. Okay, so for comeback player of the year, I think everybody's thinking it's going to be Dak. It probably will because that's the fucking story. Oh my God, Dak for America's team. He came back and he led them to a division title in the Super Bowl. Yeah, 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 whatever. But I'm going with fucking Daniil Hunter. And here's why, okay? Daniil Hunter, neck injury, okay? You never know what can happen with a neck. You can be paralyzed, okay? People have come from a broken leg or broken knees or whatever fucking Dak did. I can't remember the exact injury. People have come back from that before or whatever. Okay, he's a quarterback. Daniil Hunter is going to come back from missing an entire year from neck surgery and challenge the single season sack record. That's your comeback player of the years. $100 if this is a Super Bowl screenshot at Shift Command 4. That's fine. I got you. Okay. All right. So deep, our comeback player of the year, Aaron, uh, Daniil Hunter. Defensive player of the year, I'm going with the safe pick. The Rams are going to be the best team in the NFC. Uh, it's going to be Aaron Donald, the best defensive player in all of football. Aaron Donald's defense player of the year. Uh, offensive player of the year, Patty Mahomes. I think he is going to break at least one of the single season records this year, whether it's touchdowns or passing yards with the extra game, um, even if he doesn't have to play in it. Uh, uh, defensive rookie of the year, I am so torn. I am so torn. So I'm gonna I'm gonna do a cop out and do a co-defensive rookie of the year here. I'm gonna go Micah Parsons and Patrick Sertan. I think one of them won defensive player of the year, so I'm just gonna say they split it. Or rookie of the year, I'm sorry. Uh, offensive rookie of the year, I think everybody's gonna pick one of the quarterbacks. Okay, there's five five young quarterbacks. If Justin Fields was starting week one, that's my lock. But he's not. If he's starting by week three, I, I would pick him. But I just don't think they're going to start him like week six because Matt Nagy's trying to outsmart everybody and he's really a fucking moron. But um, my offensive rookie of the year, because I'm going to stay away from the quarterbacks because there's five of them. They look great in the preseason. Rookie quarterback's been light. It just doesn't happen where every rookie quarterback is great. That's rare. So I'm going to go with Najee Harris as my offensive rookie of the year. I think he's going to have 1,000 yards. Um, and then my MVP is going to be Patrick Mahomes. They're only going to lose one real game because I think they sit everybody in weeks, week 18 and they lose that game too. I think he's going to put up ungodly numbers with an improved offensive line. He might be the first quarterback to throw for 6,000 yards this year. That's what I'm thinking because there's an extra game, but at least he's going to at least throw for 5,500. And, uh, so I'm going to go with Patrick Mahomes as my MVP. Uh, so 
so that is my season predictions for this year. Uh, again, if you missed it, I have uh, the Vikings beating the Browns in the Super Bowl. So now what we need to do is uh, do our week one pre- uh, project, uh, predictions. Okay, let me see if I can, I can figure this out. I'll reset. Here we go. Okay. Week one predictions. Okay, we got Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo is the better team at Buffalo. Fans going to be going raucous. Buffalo wins that game. Next game, Jacksonville at Houston. Who fucking cares? Is anybody going to watch this game? I don't think Trevor Lawrence's mom is going to watch this game. But I'm picking the Jags. And Trevor Lawrence will win his debut because Houston is a shit show. Cleveland at Kansas City. Uh, I've seen Bears two preseason. Yeah, that O-line's bad. Uh, Cleveland at Kansas City. I think Cleveland is going to go to the Super Bowl. But I think Kansas City wins week one. Miami at New England. Uh, That defense is going to be rolling. I think Mac Jones wins his debut as well. So we got rookie quarterbacks 2-0 right now. Baltimore at Las Vegas. Baltimore is probably the better team. Las Vegas is going to play good in the beginning. My problem with the Ravens right now is they're losing running backs left and right. They're dealing with injuries. Um, I think Vegas will win that Monday night game. It's going to be rocking here in Sin City, motherfuckers. It's going to be rocking. The future Super Bowl champs, Minnesota Vikings, will be in Cincinnati. Uh, This is Mike Zimmer's first regular season back as the head coach of the Vikings where he spent so many years as defense coordinator. Um, I think we light them up easily um i can't believe the spread is so low that offensive line is going to get fucking torched by our defensive line it's going to be that simple uh seattle at indy uh i'm gonna go with seattle indy is dealing with a lot of injuries and a lot of uh unanswered questions in my opinion chargers at washington football team chargers are the better team joe burrow might get hit a few times but i think he has a good game and leads him to a victory you got the New York Jets and Carolina Panthers, a.k.a. the Sam Darnold revenge game. Sam Darnold lights them up for 330. He lights them up for 330 yards. Arizona at Tennessee. I'm going to go with the Tennessee Titans. Uh, they're easily the better team. Denver at the Giants. I think two very similar teams, and I'm going to go with the Giants because they're at home. Uh, the season opener, Dallas Cowboys at Tampa Bay Bucks. When they raise that banner in Tampa, it's going to be crazy. Tampa is going to win that game. Philly, Atlanta, flip a fucking coin. They're both garbage, but I'm going with the home team, Atlanta. 330, you hear to hurt first. The Sam Darnold revenge game, 330. San Francisco at Detroit. What are we talking about here? It's like you can get a medium fry for a dollar. You can get a large fry fry for a dollar and five cents i'm taking the fucking large fry for five cents more san francisco's gonna whoop on detroit green bay in new orleans i think green bay, i don't is that game being played in new orleans whether or not it is the saints are gonna get super domed by the cheeseheads uh chicago in la i don't think this is close i think la is the better team and they dominate week one uh and andy dalton gets shredded so that'll do it for episode one of the Life's a Gamble podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed. This will be up on YouTube. Um, go, Don't be afraid to comment what you like, what you dislike, where you think I'm a moron, where you agree. Okay, I think I got a lot of hot takes. But again, thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to hit that like button. And I will do my next episode 
Tuesday, live on Twitch. Thank you guys very much. Press the